Hi, entrepreneurs. I am so excited to finally reveal our big news that we've been waiting to share with each of you. We are launching the Entrepreneurista 100 Awards and applications are officially open. Are you a standout founder who deserves to be recognized and honored for all of the hard work and dedication you've put into building your business? Or perhaps you know a fellow entrepreneurista who should be nominated to be on our list. You can head over to entrepreneurista.com forward slash 100 to apply to be recognized on the Entrepreneurista 100 list. That's entrepreneurista.com forward slash the number 100 to apply today. To me, business and customers is an ever moving target, meaning it's not a destination to get to, but you're on this long journey. And to me, making progress is the priority, growing myself, growing my business, learning more about my customers. Jenny Shum is the general manager of Chase Inc., a credit card that caters to small businesses. Since 2005, Jenny has been working with large financial institutions to support small businesses and their access to credit and capital. In today's episode, she provides valuable insight on the benefits of the Chase Inc. card and why we were thrilled to partner with them. Tune in to learn more about how access to capital and establishing credit is critical when scaling your business. Coming up, why following the problem has created opportunities for Jenny in her career. The challenges for business owners that Jenny has seen since the pandemic. Jenny shares why access to capital and credit is critical to scale a business. And finally, you'll hear the key to a successful marketing strategy. This is the Entrepreneurista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Jenny, I am so thrilled to have this conversation with you today and hear all about your career journey and all of your advice and learning lessons. Before we dive into your role now at Chase Inc., I would love to learn a bit about you and your professional background prior to joining the team. It's really nice to be here, Stephanie, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and the entrepreneurista audience. My background is actually, I don't know if it's typical or not, but it's certainly quite a long journey that I've been on. I started my career actually as a chemical engineer right out of undergrad, and I did that for a few years, and it taught me a lot. It was a really great set of experiences that put me in industries that I never imagined that I would be in, but Along the way, I realized that I really needed a profession or with the amount of time that I spent at work, I really wanted that time to be meaningful. I really wanted to feel the passion in the work that I did. And I went back to business school to really you know, explore my options. And post-business school, I was a management consultant like many for a few years to get a feel of the different companies that are out there and inevitably landed in the financial services industry. And I've been doing credit card and payments in the consumer and commercial space for the last you know, 20 years. Wow. What made you pick the financial industry? I think it was 
Well, location is one thing. I grew up in New York. I'm married to my husband from high school. Wow. And this is home to us. Yeah. And so our family's here. And in New York, that, that's just a lot of, you know, what is available. I would say it wasn't necessarily industry that brought me to financial services, but the company and the people that I had the opportunity to work with. Most, you know, during most of these last 20 years, I stayed around a marketing function and functions that had customers on the other side of it. And I think what I found in these functional areas and being managers of portfolios and products was that we all were eager to seek an understanding of the customer. And it was an exciting place and like total opposite of chemical engineering, as you can imagine. And what was really exciting to me was that there was no like definitive answer to the problems that we were trying to solve. And what the problem solving process led me to was really a love for our customers. Mm -hmm. I love hearing that and de definitely feel the same way. So passionate about just understanding, you know, people and what their problems are and how you can solve them and how do you reach them with these different marketing initiatives. Can you tell me about some of your corporate roles in marketing and really how some of your roles led to the next role and how you ended up at Chase Inc. Definitely. And I think it, it goes back to the reason why I left chemical engineering. I think for each of my roles, I was looking for a place where there was a real problem for me to solve and a role for me to play in solving that problem, but also a problem that didn't have an easy answer. It was a problem that I needed to dig in. I had a group of colleagues who were excited to work on the problem with me. And some of my roles were from, you know, operations and re-engineering through to, you know, being CMO of a small business unit within a large company. And what led me to most of those experiences were changes of the time that in these large companies, when the environments change, when our customers change, when the economic landscape changes, it creates an opportunity to solve a new problem. And I follow the problem, I, I would say, is kind of how I got to each of the roles and my progression to where I am today. I think I am at Chase Inc. because of also the opportunity of these times in helping small businesses solve you know, unprecedented changes in this environment and facing a set of problems and challenges that I think all of us are learning through. As you were going through these different opportunities in your career, were you raising your hand for these roles and putting yourself out there for them? Or were they coming to you? A combination of both is what I will say. I think I've had some great leaders. And I think, you know, these are some of the lessons I've learned from them is really understanding the people on my team and what motivates them and what drives them. And I've had some great leaders who saw the passion in me when there were really big and complicated problems where it really energized me. I think in, in some cases, probably not for everyone <laughs> is what I will say. Rather than shying away from the complexity and like as the problem got harder and bigger, I was even more um, engaged and wanted to push further in. And I think, you know, to me, I took a lot away from that as I was 
able to benefit from great leaders who saw that in me. Because I think at the end of the day, it is a very important role for leaders to play to understand who their team is and really leaning in on their strengths and also their passion areas and balancing your team with a mix of those, those qualities. Absolutely. Can you talk to me about some of these challenges that you were tackling and taking head on and how did you go about solving them? Do you have a specific process that you use when you see these challenges in business? A lot of the challenges I would say are like changing dynamics of the economic environment, right? You know, like bringing it to a fairly simplistic level, you know, we were making money one way and then the next day we were no longer able to generate a revenue stream through that part of the business and we had to pivot very quickly. I think problem solving for me has been um, identifying the folks that had the expertise that I needed and gathering them together and debating on like really clarifying that problem. I know this is a little bit of a cliche, but really love the problem. I think, you know, over the course of my career, there were times where we jumped to the solution very quickly and everybody, you know, went at execution. I think what helped me along the way was really pushing each other, finding my set of experts and understanding my problem better over time before we jumped into solutioning and creating that solution. You've been at Chase Inc. now for, what is it, close to a year, I believe, since starting. And I know you said you were attracted to this role by seeing, you know, all of these challenges for small business owners, especially now over the past few years since the pandemic. Can you talk to me about some of these challenges that you have been seeing and how you've been going about trying to help solve these problems for business owners? Definitely. I mean, these last couple of years have been unprecedented for all of us. And I think it has impacted small business owners more than any other segment of our economy and our communities. Many small business owners had a business model, you know, for example, like restaurants, where there were diners inside their restaurants and they had to figure out how to continue to service their customers without, with the limitations that, you know, the pandemic brought. I saw enormous creativity and innovation um, from small business owners and, and, and I think everyone who's in the community together with these small business owners. And it's been a really inspiring story along the way and folks being able to lean on one another and creating new business models. Mm-hmm. I definitely have admired them through these last few years. And, you know, being part of a big financial services institution like Chase, I've been excited to see how we've been able to help them, you know, with credit cards, we know that they use credit cards for both managing their cash flow as well as rewards and cash back that um, credit cards is able to bring. I was, I've been, we've been excited to provide solutions like pay yourself back. So using, you know, your credit card rewards to offset the expenses that these business owners have. And I think as a community bank, Chase has been playing a large role in being part of the discussion in bringing together small businesses and solving problems where financial services can't, but being the connection point of small businesses in the community. 
I love that. And I can definitely attest to everything that you're doing. And it's one of the reasons why we're even having this conversation because Courtney and I have used the Chase Inc. card for first our first business, Social Fly, and now for Entrepreneurista for many, many years. And everything you're sharing is has absolutely been our experience. You know, we've been able to grow our business by having access to, you know, credit. And then my favorite part, because I'm always looking for the best deals ever. That's my whole thing is being able to, you know, get rewards and cash back. And it's been so helpful for our business. And with Entrepreneurista, I mean, we started Entrepreneurista, we always had the pod or we didn't always have the podcast, but we started it in 2018, but it wasn't a business, the podcast, but we built Entrepreneurista into a business during the pandemic because of the needs that you're sharing, you're seeing and hearing from your community of small business owners. You know, we were getting that outreach because of our podcast and we created our platform and community because of these needs of, of all of these women who are looking for all of these resources. They're looking for all these tools. So when we built out our platform and community, of course, we wanted to, you know, speak with all of the business tools and solutions and everyone who has you know, helped us over the years build our business. So we were so excited when we connected with you, Jenny, and, and your team, and that they were excited to partner with us so we could give our members all access to, you know, all of your additional resources and, and credit cards and all the incredible things that Chase is doing. So I want to thank you for everything you're you're working on. It's definitely been so impactful for us. And we're so excited to continue to spread the word and and share with our community as well. It's easy to work in this segment, as you know. It is such a win-win strategy to be in financial services and helping small business owners. And you guys, the entrepreneurs that are out there, including yourselves, are doing incredible things. And I think the innovation and the passion that you bring to it, it's extremely inspiring to folks that are in large companies like Chase. I would say for our listeners who are currently looking to build their credit for their small business, do you have advice you can share for them to be able to do so? Yeah. I mean, building credit, as we all know, is important to our lives, right? As consumers, you know, we talk about that very early on. Access to capital, helping us with things like buying a home or and car loans and so on. So it's absolutely important for businesses to have access to capital to scale and grow. I think a business credit card is one of the ways that I know many small businesses begin with to build their business credit. At a company like Chase, we look at you know, your relationship holistically. So as you build your business credit and as we see your business grow, there are opportunities to continue to get further access to capital, like lines of credit. So it is very important as, you know, all of us have been taught as we're graduating out of college in the same way, getting that credit card and beginning to demonstrate payment behaviors that gives you um, and your business credibility and a history will continue to help provide access to additional lines of credit and capital over time. So it is definitely something that I recommend and is definitely something that I've seen being really critical to new small businesses. Absolutely. From personal experience uh, growing both of our businesses, something that we learned pretty early on was to get access to a line of credit when you don't need it. Mm -hmm. Because that's when you can actually 
get it. It's if you're in that crunch situation and you really need it, it becomes a lot harder. So spending the time to really learn about building credit and having that access. So if and when you ever do really need it, you have it. That was something that we learned pretty early on. Definitely. And planning ahead, right? Planning for the growth cycles, planning for the gaps in cash flow that you may have if your business has seasonality. These are all the, I think, experiences that I've seen small businesses bring to one another in the advice that they've given on, you know, platforms like Entrepreneurza and and in, you know, conversations in the communities that we're in. Up next, how to create a positive work culture in a hybrid work environment. And you'll hear about the importance of representation in leadership roles. Have you been wondering what the heck is Web3 and how will this impact my business? Well, we were too, which is why we are so excited to announce our newest show on the Entrepreneurista Podcast Network, Web3 with MCG. On Web3 with MCG, host Michelle Cordero Grant breaks down this new wild world by covering the essentials and making it all approachable and creating a space for listeners to get involved. Learn alongside Michelle as she explores the next generation of the internet and all of the opportunities it offers for each of you. Subscribe today wherever you listen to podcasts or head over to entrepreneurista.com forward slash web three with MCG and join our web three community over on Instagram at web three with MCG. Jenny, when you first started in your new role at Chase Inc., did you already have your team in place or did you have to go out and start hiring new talent? And this was an existing business. So I joined a team that had already been, been in place. To me, it was I was very grateful to have the talent that had been there and that had the history on the portfolio as I joined the business. The first few months was really about getting to know them and really learning from the journey that they've been on. What are some of the things that you did as a leader when you first started to really get to know your team, understand who they were, their strengths, how everyone works together? Because this is still really kind of in the middle of the the pandemic or on the tail end of everything when you first started. It was. And, you know, I do think, you know, over the course of the pandemic, we talked a lot about how nimble we were, how we were able to like move very quickly to Zoom. But I think, you know, as I joined this team and as, you know, the pandemic went on, I think I don't think anything can replace, you know, real live interactions between humans. So I spend a lot of time with my team physically and, you know, um, time-wise. We did a lot of one-on-one conversations. I was present physically in the office as we were returning to office as well. And I think those moments where you can pass by someone and check in on them, as well as, you know, deep conversations as to what they're working on, what they're excited about, what they're passionate about, all add up to really building a bond with the team. And it was important to do that to understand, you know, the dynamic of the organization and the culture, because I was the new person to a team that had been there. So it was important for me to both hear each of them and where they are on their own journeys, as well as the organization and where the organization was in its journey. Is your team still working remotely or are you, you know, hybrid, remote and in person? 
We are hybrid. We're a few days in the office and a few days outside. And I make a point um, to be there in the days that they're in the office. And I think it's it's worked out really well because I do think all of us, having lived through the last few years, appreciate some of the flexibilities of working from home that it provides. And for others, it's really important to have that those social moments to be together in person. So I think hybrid has worked out really well. I Who knows where the world will evolve into, but I think the balance that we have now has been great for me as I start on a new job. Any advice you can share about how to keep company culture alive in a hybrid or remote world? (laughs) It's definitely not easy. I mean, all of us over the course of the pandemic have done those virtual happy hours. Which, you know, definitely lacked some things, I would say. (laughs) We're we're still, Courtney and I talk about this all the time. If anyone can solve the problem, and I know there's some companies out there, but of trying to make those virtual happy hours like less (laughs) awkward or (laughs) new creative ideas. It's like, we're all really trying here, but there's something about, you know, 30 people plus on a Zoom together. No one knows what to talk about to say. (laughs) For me, it was, you know, leveraging the times that we're together and really making them meaningful. So, you know, a couple of months in, I pulled the entire team with our partners together to spend some time talking. We, you know, I was very early on in role and everyone wanted to understand my perspective. So I shared at a very high level what I was thinking. But what everyone at the end of that day that we were spending time together told me was, you know, regardless of the subject and the topics that I brought to the conversation, it was just nice. For many of them, it was like the first time they were able to spend time together and to have me there. It felt like we were starting on a new journey as a cohesive team, which, you know, I don't think you can replace that with with any Zoom happy hour. (laughs) It has definitely been fun finally getting to to do things in person. I mean, with Entrepreneurista, our company is completely remote, but we're doing events now. So being able to bring everyone together. And you were, of course, spoke at our most recent Entrepreneurista event that we did. And there's nothing like that magic of just like getting all these people together in a room. And it was an incredible panel. And I can feel the energy of your Entrepreneurista audience in the room. And just their excitement to talk to, not only to hear an an amazing panel, but also to talk to each other and to see one another, to feel the community, really to feel the community. And I feel like that's just the key in business is connection and community to be able to help everyone build together and faster and have all of the, the resources that they need. And I, we've just been so thrilled to be able to work with you and partner with Chase Inc. to help make all of that happen to give everyone, you know, access to all of the tools that you have and everything that, that Chase Inc. is building for small business owners. So thank you. It really, no, this partnership really is very meaningful to me as well as, you know, we had talked about, you know, we do have very much of a shared mission, which is to help small businesses succeed. And I know specifically for entrepreneurs and the the female entrepreneurs that you guys support in this community, it could feel lonely and working together with you and this platform is exciting for us. Well, Jenny, I know you have a lot of marketing experience and so many of our entrepreneurs are always looking for help and tips and tricks of what's working out there. I would love to hear if you have 
any advice that you can share when thinking about creating a marketing strategy or going into new markets? What has worked for you, either at Chase Inc. or even in some of the roles that you've been in over the years? I think for us, I'll speak a little bit about the process that we're in. You know, Chase Inc. offers a variety of credit cards and they're very, they're very much designed for, you know, specific business use cases. You know, there are categories that we bonus in that maybe not be the relevant categories. And then there are other cards who have, you know, rewards on all your spending. I think as a marketer, as entrepreneurs are thinking about growing their business, being really focused on creating a product for your design target and really understanding who that customer is. It is very much, you know, over the years, I've learned that you fall in love with the customer and not the product Mm -hmm. and really dig into the insights of who this customer is and their day-to-day and their livelihood and what is the tension in their lives that they have because within the product and your marketing strategy, it's trading off, right? Talking about something and not talking about something else and the things you choose to really bubble up to your key messages are the things that are most important and and most meaningful to your design target. So understanding the customer is the key. And, you know, it's a long journey, right? We get better at understanding customer insights and customer feedback. And we do a lot of research to understand our customers. And it is beyond what they say as really being able to live their lives. Absolutely. Can you share a time that maybe you made a mistake in business and what you learned from it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's related to the response to like how do what do we do when we when we when we want to make sure we're delivering an impactful marketing campaign. Really love your customer and not a product. Mm-hmm. And in my career, you know, some of the biggest mistakes are bringing products to market that was much more about the product than the customer. And I've learned from, you know, mistakes where we invested a lot in building complicated products that weren't necessarily the most meaningful things to the customer and the tensions that they live in a day in and day out basis. And I take that with me a lot now as I think about designing products in the Chase Inc. portfolio. I think a lot about that as we think about marketing campaigns that we put into market, um, really choosing the value propositions, the messages um, that are based on what our customers need. How do you find out exactly what your customers need? And when you come up with these ideas of a product, do you think that's going to be a great fit? Are you surveying your customers, mm-hmm. having phone conversations? Like, What is the process? I would say all of the above. We do a lot of in-depth interviews. We've, you know, lived the life of a customer for 24 hours and understanding what they're doing, as well as quantitative research on uh, value propositions and what resonates with them. I think you have to triangulate all that information to really understand the tension. As humans, we are living a very complicated life and complexity is involved in all our days and really just understanding how our customers are making their choices and how do we create products 
and messages that are easy to use and easy to understand because what we don't want to do is add complexity. And the goal of the product and the marketing that we do should easily fit into the lives of the customers that we're trying to serve. Absolutely. As a business owner, I can tell you as someone who buys lots of business tools and solutions and everything out there, as simple and easy as you can make it for the customer or the business owner, the better for sure. Yeah, it is our goal. And is our goal to, you know, really, you know, see our products and our marketing out of the eyes of our customer. Jenny, I would love to hear how has your identity as an Asian American woman really shaped your experience and leadership? Yeah, I think it's shaped me as, you know, a person wholeheartedly. I think in leadership, having grown up here as an immigrant and feeling, you know, and knowing and recognizing that I'm different than the people in my classroom and, you know, my peers in a corporate setting has really taught me to see my team more deeply, I would say, to really understand um, their strengths and be empathetic Mm -hmm. to their differences, to each other, and perhaps, you know, a standard mole of like who we think are, you know, talent, great employees. I think it's definitely helped me be an even better leader as I look to hire for diversity and look for skills and individuals that really complement one another. As I think about um, small businesses and our customers, I think just the same line of thinking applies, really understanding um, who they are, their strengths, and you know the role that they want to play in their community. The only other thing I would add is it it actually gives me a lot of passion for what I do in Chase Inc. and supporting small businesses. Being an immigrant and um, a Chinese American, I have seen how important small businesses are to our community. And um, it is where, you know, my family lives and works. So it absolutely has shaped me not only in leadership, but also in the passion that I have for small businesses. That is so wonderful, and I'm so glad that you shared that. Coming up, you'll hear about the key to a successful marketing strategy. The Entrepreneurista League is here. You told us what you wanted. Exclusive game-changing business-boosting content, members-only events to network and connect, the opportunity to have your story and business featured on entrepreneurista.com, the chance to promote your business to our audience on the Entrepreneurista social channels. Your wish has been granted. Introducing the Entrepreneurista League. When you join the Entrepreneurista League, you will get access to our private community of entrepreneurs who are making an impact in business every single day. Whether you're looking to scale your business, meet potential investors, make exciting business building connections, or finally take the leap to launch your business, and share the candid reality of building a business from the ground up, we are here to give you access to a community of women who will celebrate and support you every step of the way. Applications are open, so head over to entrepreneurista.com forward slash join for a special offer. That's entrepreneurista.com forward slash join. We can't wait to welcome you, support you, and be the best part of your business growth. 
All right, Jenny, this is one of my favorite segments. I'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions. So the first word or words that come to your mind, are you ready? Ready. Okay. How would your friends describe you in three words? Diligent, direct, and an introvert. Coffee or tea? Coffee. (laughs) Your favorite app on your phone that you cannot live without? Instagram. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, do you have a hidden talent? I think the answer is no. (laughs) It's taking me this long to answer your question. (laughs) Okay, how about this? What is something that our listeners would be surprised to learn about you? I snowboard. (laughs) See, there we got to it. We got to the answer. (laughs) It is definitely surprising every time I tell someone that when I go skiing that I am a snowboarder. Yeah. Wow, that is amazing. All right, back to our regular questions now, Jenny. All right. I would love to hear if you are not working, what does a typical day look like for you outside of work or on the weekends? <laughs> my husband will tell you that I love work and it's my hobby, um, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm at home, I really do like to focus on myself and my family. I'm an introvert at heart, so I love my quiet times to recharge being a leader in business and being someone who works with a large team and customers on a regular basis, you know, my home time is really about like investing in myself, finding time to go get a facial, finding time to sit and and veg on a good like Netflix series. (laughs) It's totally what I love to do. (laughs) I hear you and can totally relate to that. First, when you said your husband said your hobby is your business, I definitely relate to that. I think I'm I'm addicted to starting businesses. Like everyone's like, what TV shows do you watch? I'm like, I actually don't. I just start businesses. (laughs) But actually speaking of Netflix, what are your favorite shows? Do you have a go-to show that you're binging these days? Uh, Right now I'm chasing every episode, the British Baking Challenge. Okay. (laughs) There are very few shows that you can watch with a 12-year-old girl that, you know, I get to spend time with my daughter and that's a good one. I love The Crown. I'm originally from Hong Kong and I am, you know, the royal family lover. I follow every article and every like storyline that is about the royal family. (laughs) I have always been also so into the royal family. I don't know what it is about them, but it's It's like a soap opera, but you just want to follow it. I remember the real people. I know. Princess Diana passed away the night of my bat mitzvah. So I was 13 years old. And like that, like that's just all I can remember was like, here it is, this like beautiful day for myself and my family, my bat mitzvah. And then Princess Diana passed away. And I was like devastated. Yeah. I remember the moment too when it came on the news and I couldn't believe it. I know. So yeah, I'm with you on (laughs) following all things royal. Do you have a mantra or quote that you live your life by? It is funny you asked that. In the last panel that I was at with Entrepreneurista and Courtney, she mentioned um, one of her favorite mantras and it it is mine as well. It's don't let perfection get in the way of progress. You know, I talked a lot about loving the process of problem solving and being really energized and inspired on learning and growing in that process. 
And to me, business and customers is an ever-moving target, meaning it's not a destination to get to, but you're on this long journey. And to me, making progress is the priority, growing myself, growing my business, learning more about my customers. I love that. What are you most looking forward to now going into the new year? I am very much looking forward to getting my daughter through the high school application process in New York. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) That is an undertaking. (laughs) It is. And I'm very excited for that. And in all seriousness, I think it is continuing to see this landscape evolve after been through the last, you know, three years, two, three years that we've been through. I'm excited for the innovation that is happening, the new ways of doing business and, you know, how technology is continuing to evolve um, how we live and, you know, how we interact with one another. I think it's really exciting time to be in business. It is really exciting time to be in this incredible community that we're in. Absolutely. It really has been just, you know, wild over the past few years with all of these new tech tools and solutions to be able to help people start businesses faster. Like you can literally start a business in an hour now with all of the tools that are out there and you couldn't do those things 10 years ago. And, you know, having a lot of the resources that you've been able to provide through Chase Inc. and really helping people get started faster has been incredible to just see, you know, especially over the past few years with so many, so many people losing their jobs during the pandemic and wanting to start a business. It's one of the reasons, again, why we built our community, because it's needed now more than ever. You know, we, you can't always rely on, on a corporate job, but you, if you build your own business, you can count on yourself and with partners like Chase Inc. and other companies that give access to all of these tools and resources. It's so incredible. So thank you, Jenny, for all of the incredible things that you are doing with Chase Inc. and that you're continuing to do for our community, our entrepreneurship community, and and all business owners out there. It is so needed, so helpful, so impactful. And we would not have made as much progress as we have had at Entrepreneurista over the past few years without being able to have access to our, our Chase Inc. credit card and all of the rewards that you've been able to provide for us. So thank you. Thank you, Jenny. We truly appreciate it. Well, thank you, Stephanie. It's been a pleasure to be here. And thank you for being an incredible customer. We are inspired by your stories. And that's what gets me up in the morning and my team up in the morning to go to work. We're really excited to learn more about our customers and support small businesses in their journey. Jenny, I have so enjoyed this conversation and I know a lot of our listeners are going to be looking to connect with you. So can you please tell everyone where they can find and follow you? Jenny Shum as the GM of Chase Inc. Amazing. So everyone definitely reach out and connect with Jenny. And if you are looking for more information about the Chase Inc. card, you can head over to entreprenisa.com forward slash Chase Inc to learn more about all of the different options with Chase Inc. and our personal experience using the card at Entreprenista. Jenny, thank you again for being here and sharing your story. I'm Stephanie, and this is the best business meeting I've ever had. Hey, thanks for listening and leaving us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. And we'd love to stay in touch with each of you. 
You can listen to all of our latest episodes at entreprenista.com and connect with us on Instagram at entreprenistas. We'd also love to invite you to join the Entreprenista League, our private membership community for trailblazing women. You can head over to entreprenista.com forward slash the league. We'll see you there. Wishing you a productive week ahead. Thank you.